Hey, welcome to the Paralyzed to Prosperous. Yo, listen, man. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm super excited for this week. Uh, this is your guy, Jorge A. Sierra, with my co-host, Alali, our brother, DJ, a.k.a. Deacon, a.k.a. Steez, is not here today. We miss you. We miss you. We miss you. But he's out here, uh, you know, celebrating with his uh, other better half uh, or other half. Let me not say better half, right? His other half um, on vacation. So uh, shout out to my brother. Uh, but today uh, it's myself, my co-host, and we have a special guest. We have a special guest. But before we do that. Alali, how you holding up? How you doing? Talk to us. Yeah, I am great. Today's been a long day, but as always, I'm happy to be here. I'm happy to dive into this topic. Let's help the good people. Let's see what uh, what comes up because I'm pretty sure our special guest is going to bring some heat and I'm excited. I'm yeah. always excited when this comes because she, just, she has a very unique way of communicating things. So I'm excited that she's here. Oh, Lord. Yeah, she does. I promise you. <laughs> And so listen, man, let's not let's not even hold off too much. Uh, we have our special guest today. It's the first time that the queen, my wife, my BFF, uh, has uh, appeared and, and, and getting blessed us with her presence on the Paralyzed to Prosper uh, uh, podcast, uh, Kayla, a.k.a. Mrs. Uh, Miss Sierra, um, a.k.a. Like I, how everybody love how I say her name, Kayla. Um, but yeah, Kayla, how you doing? Welcome on the podcast. How you feeling? How you holding up? Girl? I'm going to just start by saying this, y'all. Fear not. The party has arrived. I hey. am here. I am here. <laughs> I'm feeling good. It's been a beautiful day. It's been a beautiful yeah. day. Hey, listen, man, for you guys that have uh, been tuning in, first of all, before we get started, we appreciate you. Uh, the subscribes has been out. Outrageous, uh, the love across the board. Um, you guys have been really connected with us and really uh, showing the love, and you, we appreciate you uh, because you know this was just an idea, uh, you know, uh, months ago, uh, even probably a year or two ago, and here we are. And so I'm super excited to not only share this with my co-host Alali, my brother DJ, but now the queen, um, uh, you know, the wifey, my BFF, is able to uh, come on and share some, some, some. Um, you know, uh, knowledge. And, and again, I agree with, with Alali. She has a way of uh, articulating herself and, and really helping others because I'll be honest with y'all, y'all get geeked about me uh, being able to say certain things and just kind of be myself. But Kayla is uh, a lot of time my ghostwriter. She's the one that, um, you know, and I keep it 100. That's what this star, like, listen, I, we're going to talk about a, a few things, but one of the things we're going to talk about is, is really just uh, being, you know, being in business for over 20 years, uh, you know, MVP's Barbershop is one of the businesses that we both own. Um, and Kayla has been able to bless uh, the kid, uh, myself, and, and just um, the business for the last 10 years. But before we get that, before we get into that, you know, um, I just, I just really, Kayla, like, not only welcome, but like, I hope that this is not the last, right? I hope you bless us here and there um, with your presence. Um, but yeah, man, how you holding up? How you feeling? You know, talk to us. Talk talk to them, man. I'm feeling good. Listen, you got to keep it exciting. A new voice is, you know, change the sound. You feel me? This mm -hmm. is my last time here. But I'm excited to get into it. The purpose of us really doing this, uh, I, like, if we could save y'all so much time, so much time, 
turmoil. turmoil. So much frustrating <laughs> from learning from our mistakes, y'all. Listen, let me tell you something. I have no experience in business prior to this. When I first joined MVPs um, almost 11 years ago yeah. now, I felt, and I always say this, I felt literally like a little baby tadpole being thrown into the ocean of sharks. When I tell you, y'all, they done chewed me up, spit me out, chewed me back up again, spit me out to a point where I was just like, all right, enough. I was fighting for my life in there. I'm being a little dramatic, but for real, for real, like anybody that's in business <laughs> nah, knows. I think, I think you was definitely like, fighting for your life, man. There's, there's, yeah. there's some times in business where you just hanging on by a thread. Yes. And mm-hmm. I know that if we can, we're not going to get into everything because we will be here it will be a Netflix series that y'all will make. That might, be, that, might be, that might be something in the future, though. I think that it's going to be dope. I'm, I just reflect back on doing a then, like how I was starting off. No business experience. Let me start off by saying this. Your girl got fired by a couple jobs. She got, she got fired on her day off. Just, I'm a li- I, I was a little spicy when I was a lie. She got fired her day off. I promise you. I'm a giveaway. I'm a giveaway my age a little bit. But I started cutting. I started cutting hair when I was 21. Young, stupid, but I had a drive. I wanted better for myself, and I was willing to figure it out. And it didn't matter how many times people chewed me up and spit me out. Which one thing that they wasn't gonna do was they was not gonna get rid of me. I was gonna fight. And so here we are a decade later and I have learned, I have evolved and now we lead a team of people and, and, and it's not just a team of people because we've been through some teams. Okay. We are, our staff, we have six people and everyone's been there from a range of nine years. Got a couple. 10 years. Yeah. Like, well, 10 years or better. about nine like, years yeah. and <laughs> like six years a little like people have been there for a long time within the past decade so we've been able to maintain the team that we have built and that speaks a lot you know of have being able to maintain maintain a team especially at a place where there are no physical financial benefits that we can provide such as health care or anything so it's mm-hmm. not like they're sitting they're not there based on stuff that they can take from us besides a positive environment. We've created an environment for people to grow. Um, we all generally love being around each other and we all have a great time doing what we're doing while able to build a legacy for ourselves. Yeah, and, and I think it's important, right? Um, and the reason that we started this conversation is because uh, Kayla and I are going into 2024 of doing 20 years in business. And so I want you to really listen to this, guys, right? Because, you know, the Paralyzed to Prosper uh, a podcast, it consists of not only personal or professional journey and how to go from that mm-hmm. paralyzed mindset to the prosperous mindset. And so, I, you know, I, I come across a lot of folks where they get beside themselves or, or surprised, better, better for better words, that... Number one, that I'm a barber, right? And so, you know, you guys have heard in other episodes where, you know, how I've been able to, you know, dominate an industry that consists of standing up. I did a sitting down and I did that, you know, and I'm still, we're still doing it. But the reality is this, the last decade, I had to, there was a shift um, and we had to make a shift. And I think in, in, in previous podcasts, I talked about when there was a season where Jorge was the, the owner 
driving up to the to the barbershop, putting all his barbers yeah. in, in his car, going to smoke bud, uh, you know, aka weed for if you don't for those that don't understand that that you know the, <laughs> the, the, the yeah, old man lingo. <laughs> yeah, I was I was definitely but I share that because there's you know full transparency, right? It's it's like what you're doing right now doesn't have to like where you are right now doesn't have to be your future. And that's why I'm so transparent of this. Cause if we're going to be, if we're going to keep it a hundred, you know, we, we got to operate off of who we are. And so that was a transition. That was a season that was, it was borderline. Not only I was, we were blessed, but I own, you know, I was almost in, in, in alignment to losing everything. If I would have continued with that behavior, when Kayla came into the picture, it gave me some, some, some. It gave me someone to trust. It gave me someone to be able to build with, and so that was a that was a transition within itself. Because again, Jorge's custom to making decisions on his own and kind of just doing things one way and one way only. Um, so you know, as we transitioned through that LLI, it was more like okay, understanding how to lead with more than one leader in the group. Right. And so that's really where I want to start talk. You know, I want to touch on. Right. There's so many layers. And, and for the next uh, couple of weeks, couple of months going into 2024, I'm personally we're going to and not just me. Kayla's you know, most likely going to join and, and, and talk about these 20 lessons that we actually have learned through the last 20 years of doing business as entrepreneurs. Um, and, and, and be honest with you, it, it started off entrepreneurs, but now we're entering this business mindset, which is different. I want you guys to really understand entrepreneurship yeah. and doing business. It's, uh, it's the next level up. And so, um, you know, Kayla and I have been able to entrepreneur at a certain level. And now we understand the ethics, right? The, the, the processes for us to get to a point that we are actually creating generational wealth, where we are actually becoming the brand that has been a staple in the in the, in the Worcester, you know, Massachusetts uh, area uh, for the last 20 years, yeah. not only ser serving our clients, but providing jobs. Like Kayla kind of said, we did this for many years the wrong way, and now we're doing it the right way. But that took a level of her and I kind of really understanding not only who we are, how we receive mm -hmm. information, and how we... Um, are able to use our superpower like we like to we always like to talk about to be able to navigate a team lead um because you know two captains that's that's not usually what, what's the word mm -hmm. like that's not usually it, it doesn't it doesn't really work at times because one might be pulling from one direction the other one might be pulling from the other yeah so let's start right there so you guys did this major pivot in how you were running the barbershop how did y'all decide what direction to go in? Go ahead. I'll, I'll let you shine some light on there. Um, well, honestly, it really, it's funny how it happened. Um, when I first started, I want to say it was like the first two years that were really the hardest when I went in. And truthfully, mm -hmm. Jorge was working full time as, a bar, as the director of the barbering program. Um, and while he was working full time, I was just this new barber, no clients trying to figure things out. And there was a team of fire barbers, like very well established, had their clientele, but they also had a system or lack thereof where they were mm -hmm. kind of able to do whatever they want, however they want. No man's land. That's what that was. And that there was no, <laughs> there, there was no man's land, no woman's land. Like there was no mm -hmm. female barber in there, right? So mm -hmm. here I am 
this new barber, this woman, and Jorge is basically like, okay, now you're in charge because he had established a trusting relationship with me. And I had no bias to it, right? I was operating off of principle that he taught yeah. me. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, long story short, Jorge gets sick, very, very sick, to the point where he needs a surgery that takes almost a year for him to heal. It was a um, bed sore that had gotten so infected that it went into a bone, um, and mm. they, he had to be on bed rest. So... While he wasn't around, the whole team abandoned ship. Everybody left. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I, myself and two other barbers that have only been working at that time, maybe for like a couple weeks, they also didn't have any bias. So they stayed. So there was three uh, of them. And that, there, there was a group of what? Nine, there was li- no, there was, there were 13 barbers. Yeah. So mind you, before he got sick, including myself and the other two new, mm-hmm. so about ten of mm-hmm. them abandoned ship, yeah. and mm-hmm. our business is open seven days a week, mm-hmm. and we're walk-in based. So you have myself and these other two barbers who don't really have a clientele. We're brand eating. new. Then you guys are eating br- off these walk-ins. Yeah, I don't really know what we're doing, but we figured it out. You know, and we mm-hmm. held it down for the a whole year that Jorge was in the hospital. And it was mm-hmm. literally all learning through mistakes. What not okay. to do. And that took time, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, I, may, I, I mainly just focused on what I did have in my advantage. Because one thing I know about God is you, are, you never lack anything. Even if it seems mm-hmm. like lacking almost everything and you don't know what to do he always has this grace over your life to teach you right so Mm -hmm. he has always placed role models in our life to kind of identify okay that works for them so we applied it and he's also placed people in our life as like I definitely don't want that for myself so no we push through um and those Mm -hmm. two barbers are actually still with us to this day um, we basically like, yeah, it's really dope. We always reflect back, like, wow, we kind of grew up together because we're all the same age. And um, I, I paid them all. Ugh, no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you know, I I think the main thing that I learned that I really, um, I think about it all the time is when you're in a people based business, you're working with people. Mm-hmm right? And in service, you deal with a lot. Let me not say deal. You experience a lot of <laughs> different personalities, especially when, right. when you're working. We have a business that's in a urban community, low income, mm-hmm. different people from all walks of life. So there's a lot of strong personalities. And I was with all of it because my personality was very strong, too. But I had this street mentality when I started and it just mm-hmm. was not represents representative of a leader. I was mm-hmm. representing our brand in a very poor way. And looking back and taking accountability for my actions, I had a lot to do with not making the other barbers comfortable that abandoned ship. 
I just okay. didn't know how to. And mm-hmm. there was a lot. I like I can. It's so easy to point the finger and be like, "Well, they act this way. They could have did this. They could have did that." That's out of my control. Now, mm-hmm. as I'm grown and I'm more mature, not only as a person, but as a mm-hmm. leader. It doesn't matter the personality traits of your team. Like you really have to focus as a leader and lead by example, right? You can't change people's character, but you have 100% control of your environment. And I've learned Mm -hmm. how to set healthy, solid boundaries that a lot of people with a certain mindset wouldn't agree with. But perfect because it filters out the type of behavior that we don't want for our brand. Example, if you love to smoke weed, I don't care what you do outside of business hours, outside of our establishment. A non-negotiable, you cannot be under the influence while you are working in our establishment because we need you alert. We need you sober. We need you to make sure that you are on your P's and Q's um, customer service wise. And there's some people that they don't like that. So they leave and go to other barbershops where they are. And that's okay. Smoke that breaks. And that's okay. And that's okay. I mean, today, 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 today was a perfect example of that. But before, mm-hmm. and, and the reason I, I, I say that is because somebody that was a client that had been going to the barbershop for years, um, mm-hmm. opened a, a, a cannabis uh, a, a business, and he was just sitting there talking about how he wanted to team up with my barbershop and Blase Blase. So, yeah, I haven't seen this person for a while. Borderline, you know, uh, just caught me by surprise. And he's just, as I roll in, he's like, yo, this is some opportunities. I want to be able to team up with not only your barbershop, but other barbershops in the city. And I let him talk and I congratulate him about us, but I stopped. And, and when he was persistent, I had to really politely say that that goes against our brand. I say, yo, mm-hmm. I appreciate you, but that just doesn't align with the brand that I have. And so even though I'm super excited for you, congratulations, yeah. but that just yeah. doesn't, that's just not something that we, and he was like, oh, no, no, like he received it because oh, I did it with really? love. But it's going back to what Kayla, it took us a long time, Alali, to really, and yeah. I want everybody to understand this. As you listen to this, it took us, like you cannot create, like, if I didn't, if we didn't know who we were, we would have jumped on that foolishness. Yeah. And so yeah. you, you and gotta, it's not, it's not even foolishness. It's just not aligned with our brand. That's period. No, no. That's why I say it's foolishness. Cause it doesn't align with who I am. Right. Like, Correct. that's like, it could be liquor. It could be whatever it is. Right. It's just not, it's not, it's not who we are. And so I don't say foolishness to disrespect anybody that is in that business or does smoke. Like that's, we're not, we're not, that's not what we, and I hope you don't, that's not what you get out of it. What we're, what I'm saying is this, is that if you don't know who you are, the distractions and, 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 mm-hmm. and just the opportunities that not every month, not all opportunities are good opportunities for you. Right. And so going back to what Kayla was kind of describing, it took us a long time to get here mm-hmm. and really stand mm-hmm. on our two feet and understand who we are. And 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 understand what direction God has of has us as not only as a unit but as a as a brand, and and that that really took between Kayla and I, and we and we still learning. It's how to manage to lead our not only our team, our community, 
there's there's times right before we jumped on this on this on this uh, you know this call. I mean, on this podcast, we were talking about that there's seasons or times where Kayla leads and I slide to the back, and then there's times where I get myself in the front and Kayla slides to the back. Uh, so you just gotta understand what that is for you, especially in the midst of, of, of operating with other individuals that the common goal is to get what? Uh, be successful, right? Uh, achieve yeah. whatever that is for yourself and the team. Yeah. So one thing I wanna say, I think it's, y'all said a lot, y'all said a lot of good stuff. <laughs> so I'm gonna try to remember everything, but one thing I do wanna point out, for those of you that are currently running businesses especially if you're hiring freelancers or like 1099 people to help you run your business it's still great to have like an employee handbook or standard operating procedures so that there is a standard in place and at any point in time that that standard is broken if they whoever you're working with is not meeting that standard you can have a conversation um with them so they can decide if they're going to continue on with you or not but then also i think it's just great because you can always go back to it you can always go back to what is our mission statement what do we stand for and, I, and you and i talked about this Jorge, a few months ago about like being able to make decisions for the business based off of what we said we stand for exactly and so make sure for you guys, or if you haven't launched your business yet, but you want to, and you know you're going to even either hire people, like have actual employees, or you're going to have 1099 workers, put those things in place so that there is no confusion and there is nothing to talk about. They're either going to meet the standard or they are not. And it starts out a lot. It starts, it starts with, and this is something that Kayla and I, you know, do um, on the regular, right? Because it starts with, mm-hmm. with your onboarding. And what I mean by yes. onboarding, when you're hiring people and you're hiring, like, first of all, that was the problem that we had across the board. We, myself, let me not even put it on Kayla, myself, I would hire, <laughs> I would, because again, right, we're chasing what? We're chasing the bag. We got 11 yeah. chairs. I'm ready to, like, I need all, I need all those chairs full. We need that rent. Mm-hmm. We need, you know, we need a head a certain number. We need, we open seven days a week, right? So this is how my mind was working. It's like, yo, because again, what type of leader am I? I'm a, I'm a task orientated leader, right? I, not only I have the social emotional, uh, 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 you know, blessing to be able to communicate with people because I do. That's that's what that's what allows me to go into rooms is because I am able to really cultivate a certain space and and really lead. But when I get into that shift mind that I, I'm trying to solve something, there's something in me that goes from putting sugar on it to no, no, this is how we're gonna do it. Right. And so I get into that task mode, which ultimately it contradicts uh, the personality that I that I that I, I lead with. Right. My personality when I lead, it's like I'm all about it. I'm all about the experience. But when I see it's not working, it's not what I say is how I say it. Right. The shift starts mm-hmm. happening without everybody's like, yo, what happened? Well, what happened is, is that this is not working. And so we start I start working. Mm-hmm. I start processing on how we need to fix it. And so. Even even through through that process, my mindset was like, we're just gonna hire whatever barber goes to our door. It would devalue. Not Don't do that. It, it, no, I, we, but we did. We did. We did for mm-hmm. several years. And Kayla would would yeah. Would, for those listening, don't do that. No, no. <laughs> you so, regret it, and it cost you so much more in the long run. Don't. Do it that. cost us a lot, out a lot. It cost us mm-hmm. amazing teams. It cost us relationships. It cost us and, and nobody to blame but us. Kayla said it earlier. 
It's easy to point the finger. And after 20 years, I'll be honest with you, one of the things that I realized is that the first lesson that I could give anybody out there that is starting entrepreneurship or is in the midst of entrepreneurship or doing business is that, yo, you got to look in the mirror and you always, always got to take the responsibility, even if it's not on you. Absolutely. That's a true leader. That right there. That ultimately led to, and I'll let Kayla shine in on it, but ultimately led to what you're saying, Alala, and what Kayla was kind of jumping on, is that we needed to create a system and a, a process, not only how we onboard people, but what do we stand for, right? And so mm-hmm. we started looking at it like, yo, like, okay, we can't be having people here that are all about, you know, smoking, are all about, like, like just you know, their values got aligned with where we at and where we going are better yet. And so that took a while, Kayla, right or wrong. Like that took a while to really, even for us to kind of align ourselves the right way. But once God put us and gave us the clarity, it was so easy because now when somebody comes to MVP, there's what? There's an onboarding process. We don't care. Like the last thing, and I'm shout out to anybody that's ever been part of MVPs, we love you. We appreciate you. You're part of the journey. We could have not, whether it was, it was in a good level, we left off good or bad. You know, uh, Kayla and I always looked look at those situations and be like, yo, it, it was on us. Um, but we appreciate you because it allowed us to learn, um, you know, through some through some situations. And it made us better, not only owners, leaders, but people in general. And so now it's, it's when somebody comes in. Alali, I'll be honest with you. The last thing we think about, the last thing we really worry about is you cutting hair. Absolutely. Because you can teach people how to yeah. cut hair. You can't teach somebody how to yeah. be honest despite how hard it is to have those conversations, right? You can't teach yeah. somebody to not be thirsty when a woman is in the shop. You can't teach somebody, you can't teach <laughs> certain people character noble character yeah. and I'll take yeah. somebody that really doesn't have the experience and I will gladly invest my time and teach them um, because at the mm-hmm. end of the day my gift is not mine anyways God gave me that gift mm-hmm. so I and it's yeah. there to teach so I'll do that all day long with mm-hmm. somebody that has great character and I think a lot of times people want and I notice this not only just in business, but I notice it in relationships too. People want the mm-hmm. completed package without willing mm-hmm. to invest and teach. When that, yeah. like I said, that gift is not yours just for you. We're here to literally mm-hmm. multiply, right? Yeah. I think sometimes people get so protective and territorial, rightfully so, over their business mm-hmm. when people on because sometimes you don't know people's intention or are they just gonna come and take my clients and then start their own thing that's why it's so Mm -hmm. important to have God involved in your business so you have that spirit Mm -hmm. of um of just like being able to discern right and just (laughs) knowing that no one can take anything from you that God gave you Right. Yeah. That was another thing that we really developed some trust issues when we had gotten um, betrayed many times from certain people. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But we learned like to just pour into our team no matter what. And if they mm-hmm. decide to do something that's shady, it's not on us. 
Like, yeah, give it to God and let go. And to be honest with you, when we started having that mindset, we don't experience those problems at all. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at the, end, yeah. at the end of the day, God has showed us that we can lose our entire team and have the ability to build from the ground up all over again. You know, so yeah. So, and I was into the access earlier. Was there ever a time for the ones that left that you asked those people to come back? Never. Never. I'm in in the ten years I've been there. I have. Mm-hmm. We haven't gone and asked people to come back, but some people have asked to come back. Yeah. And as long as they have left with respect, we gladly. We there's a lot of people that have left. And mm-hmm. it wasn't even all over no bad blood. It's just some shot, like exactly. some systems are different for everybody, right? And they always yeah. have a chair. Welcome back. Like, yeah, my biggest, no my, my biggest thing with that, right? And this is something that even working with certain organizations right now that I'm, I'm blessed to be able to position to work with, with, with certain organizations that have multiple um, areas to their business. And onboarding mm-hmm. is the one and it's, it's important. Why? Because it's what you said, Adelaide. You, you, like this is not personal. This is what the company stands for. On this mm-hmm. is the values mm-hmm. of the company. So that's important. You have to understand that. So when people leave, um, as long as you gave your two week notice, you did it with love and respect, right? There's always your, the door is always open for you. We're never gonna yeah. look at you in a way like, oh, nah, we're good because that's doing business with emotions. What the reality is, is kind of Kayla touched on it, is that we do have a system. That system is not for everybody. Our brand doesn't really represent, you know, it's not for everybody that wants to be, uh, uh, you know, be God-led, right? Like, like we operate with God. Like, we're not perfect. We're not saying here, telling you that we don't do mistakes. What we do say is that, yo, that's God's house. And so we pray over that business. We make sure that... Anybody that doesn't align with that brand, God, remove them from our, whether it's clients, protect our clients, protect our barbers, protect our, anybody that we're doing, where we're affiliated with. And sometimes that's just, it doesn't align with a certain other individuals. That doesn't make them bad people. Right. Um, but it goes right. back to us understanding who you are. And I think that, you know, going back to why we speak in this, is like a lot of you guys that are entering entrepreneurship or are in an entrepreneur, you let the world fix you to become something you're not. Like you, you, you are adapting values mm-hmm. of other brands and other, and so that's why you know most likely you find yourself not being as productive or achieving what you're seeking because you're all over the place. And so one thing that I realized, and I think this is something that even as a speaker, Alalai, and we talk about it all the time. Man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm Jorge. That's it. I, 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 I can't, <laughs> I can't. You know, I'm, and I, I was guilty of it. Because you get mm-hmm. you you want better, right? This is for those that are there that want better, are really trying to put themselves in the room. You gotta be careful, right? Don't become a copy of nobody. Mm-hmm. You take yeah. them and you throw away the bone, but be true to who you are. And that's something that nobody could do for you but yourself. Yeah. Um, that's good. What are two tips that y'all could give people about? the onboarding process, something they should implement in their onboarding process. Don't get so thirsty for Mm. help that you're willing to Mm -hmm. go against your values because you're going to devalue yourself, your company and what you stand for Mm long-term. 
you may get that short-term mm-hmm. satisfaction, right? Your revenue yeah. up for a little bit, but long-term you're going to damage your revenue because it's going to clash. Yeah. Um, that's one major tip. And my second tip is, is don't rush your decision out of desperation either. Like really mm-hmm. sit on it for, don't sit on it too long, right? But really identify and make sure that you're moving intentionally on what you're going to do with this person and don't grab them without being willing to invest in this person Mm and this person Mm -hmm. and ultimately duplicate yourself. Yeah, that's good. That's good. If I had to add one thing to that is Mm -hmm. don't compromise, right? And and sometimes your instincts, your your you 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 make a decision and you kind of bypass that that holy ghost mm-hmm. kind of telling you ah that's not it right and so let's say we get past what Kayla said and we gave you know someone an opportunity. What I've learned, any cancerous behavior is cancer. I don't care if it was just a a, a little ah eh, that will turn into some something bigger. And I've been in a position where our team has been hijacked by other barbers oh, yeah. taking over yeah. our team. Mind you, at one point, we lost 10 barbers because it was hijacked, right? And that was nobody's fault but ours because we had let, number, number one, we allowed, um, let, me, let me rephrase, I've allowed certain behaviors to go unaddressed uh, uh, because of everything else, right? Whether it's the, yeah. the, 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 you know, filling the position or like a relationship. And you have to understand mm-hmm. that this is not about Kayla or I, this is all about what the brand. And when you don't make it about what Kayla is, is Kayla's choice or Jorge's choice is what's best for the brand. Then that's when mm-hmm. you don't, you don't, you don't, um, you know, you don't take up, you don't, you don't devalue or, or what is the word that I was just using earlier, which is uh, compromise. Compromise, right? You don't compromise because that's just not that's not what we stand on. So I believe that that right there, compared to I mean, added to what Kayla was actually talking about, is one of the biggest lessons we've learned in the last twenty years as as mm-hmm. onboarding because that a lot has allowed us right now to seek a, 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 a quality of leader, right? Yeah, we're not talking about barbers, right? We want we want professionals. We could teach you how to cut hair. And I think people kind of miss that. It's like, yo, if you have an entrepreneur, if you have a, a business that happens to cut hair or happens to serve people food, you are in the people's business. So you need to have people of character because these individuals represent you and your brand. Yeah. No, that's good. That's really good. And I hope that people, even if you aren't um, running a business right now, maybe you're in a traditional corporate setting gonna need you to listen to this because it's it's very valuable i've seen it time and time again of hiring people out of desperation and when i say it is costly it is so costly on so many levels um and i would even add to that when you are selecting people to build out these teams no matter how intricate the team is or not please take time kind of like kayla said like don't rush that process but I need you to think uh, deeper than what's on paper. 
because these people lie, y'all. Oh. They lie on their resumes. <laughs> they lie about their skill set. They lie about their certifications. Character. And you need exactly and you need to be able to really like especially in the interview process whatever your own board interview process is really get a feel for these people and take your time and listen because there are quite a few people that are so caught up in um making the sales or getting the money or getting the client they will completely burn down the building for the sake of getting that little piece of money right and that's not who you want on your team those are not the type of people that you want building out to, to build out a brand with so um yeah i'm glad you shared that because i i see that time and time and time again um particularly with hiring managers absolutely the people that actually do the recruiting and not there that's that's it's out of like that right there that right there <laughs> but but mind you real quick right mind you I'm glad you brought that up because, again, it's easy for us to 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 blame it on entry entry level folks, but let's really talk about management. Let's talk about leadership, right? And this is where we started this conversation with not blaming the teams we had, but really talking about where we were. And I believe that that's yeah. corporate uh, entrepreneur business, just in general, team lead, leader mm-hmm. leaders within the teams. You have to really. Organizations really evaluate who's leading the teams. Evaluate constantly, constantly, right? And and this is where <laughs> where I believe and 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 you know, like I want I, I want to add this. I believe that it's so important. Not only we what we've learned to cultivate in our in our business and it's stuff that I help other organizations actually do in their establishment is have monthly meetings, check ins, right? Continue continue development. There's one-on-ones, right? Why? We're in a generation now, we're in different times that people constantly need to know that you're there for them. And so the bigger the company, the more you feel like you're just a number. And so it doesn't matter what size your company is. I don't care if it's a barbershop, you know, the size that a small barbershop like ours or an organization that have you know, uh, 6,000 folks, you have to cultivate an environment where people feel appreciated and they know that they mean they're a value. Right. And so, you know, one of the things that I'm learning is that if you're not meeting with your team once a month, if you're not doing one-on-one meetings that right there cultivates cancerous behaviors. And what I mean by cancerous behaviors is that someone in that establishment, someone in that department, someone in that team is going to hijack your employees, your, your, uh, you, you know, people that you do business with. And so as leaders, right, CEOs understand this, right? Those individuals that um, are overseeing a lot of folks, you have to sometimes walk down from the top to the bottom. Number one, mm-hmm. align yourself with who these leaders are, these managers, and then make sure that you build a relationship with everybody in there and that they are felt like they are part of the decision making, that they are part of the mm-hmm. the, the transition the transition and that they're being heard. And the only way that I've known and, and and proven the concept is by doing what? Team meetings, is by having those managers doing one-on-one check-ins. Not nothing about nothing because when you ask as a manager, you ask somebody, y'all, let me meet with you, automatically they think they did something wrong. That's a problem. You should be able to have a relationship report with people that work with you, not under you, but work with you. And they know that you best int- that they, you have their best interest because if you got their best interest, that means that the company 
trust level is going to go high. That means that mm-hmm. that that uh, um, you know uh, the results of whatever it is you're looking for, the revenue, whatever it is, is going to be at a high level, and the investment yeah. or the the cost of of emotional or cost of doing business is low. So I want you to really mm-hmm. remember: if the company has the trust level within your teams, right? The three, mm-hmm. whether it's entry level, middle management, and executive. That trust level is gonna make it's gonna it's gonna productivity is gonna move along. That means that 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 the the the, the emotional cost, the 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 the, 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 the finance burden that your company goes through by firing and hiring and and and, and turnovers, mm-hmm. that's gonna go down. But once that trust does that trust goes down, everything else is gonna go high. And then you're gonna have yourself a problem, which that's what happened after COVID, 2020. You know, after we went post COVID, companies didn't understand that we we shift as a as a nation, we shift that in the world. Like it's a different ballgame now. You gotta people people understood that it's not worth um, sacrificing, especially yeah. for those companies that don't care about you. So I know I went on a yeah. rant, but I think that that's just important. No, that's good. I mean, I think. You know, emotional intelligence has to lead the way when you, especially when you lead people, um, you have to have some emotional intelligence. And the reality is your team can only go as far as you go. So if you're in a position of leadership, you have people under you, you have to continue to evolve. You have to continue to get better, become sharper, become a quicker thinker. You know, I really connect with your team and build those relationships. Um, And sometimes for some of them, it don't even have to be super deep. They just speak in the morning when you see them, you know what I'm saying? Speak, you know, um, be considerate, ask them if they, you know, you know, their family member is sick, ask them about that stuff. And it's, it's interesting because it sounds so simple, but it doesn't happen. Right. And so, and again, this, whatever the, the, the classification is, W2 or 1099 or whatever, you have a unique opportunity to build relationships and lead people that's only going to go as far as you go. And so if you're a leader in a position and your team is not functioning, it's probably you, friend. It's probably you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, uh, before we wrap, wrap it up, Kayla, any final words uh, you want to tell the folks, uh, you know, um, you know, closing up? Yeah, I just want to speak quickly to the introverts who are leaders, right? Um, who are passionate about people, but you may not know how to build relationship with your team or you just don't have the confidence or you don't have the social battery to, right? Um, And I'm speaking from experience. Um, For a long time, I would do the bare minimum when it would come to communicating. Um, Asking somebody how their day is is not hard for me because I genuinely care. But I had to make an adjustment that even if I didn't feel like it, not because so much for the other person, but I just maybe didn't have the energy to, I learned the importance of being so intentional every single day on making sure I fill my cup. So not having the social battery is not even an excuse because they will find another company or they will find another quote-unquote toxic co-worker that will have the social battery right yeah and they will kind of sway left right mm-hmm. and so you have to be intentional on making sure that you fill yourself up and step out of your comfort zone right 
And like LLI said, it really doesn't have to be deep. It's really just doing a check-in, right? That A genuine check-in because they can tell if you're faking it. <laughs> just being intentional and keeping that in mind, it can go such a long way. Um, yeah. You know, even during COVID, you may not feel like you have anything to meet about, still meet. We met when our business was closed for seven months during COVID via Zoom because we generally just wanted to keep the momentum. We weren't talking a business about business. We were just, how is everyone doing mentally? Do you need any resources? These are some resources that we had and we still keep that tradition going. And I think it's also important to when you notice one of your employees or even one of your coworkers doing something great, right? Doesn't have to be big. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge it. Praise them, right? Like you're going the energy you focus on is the en- is what you're gonna get back. So mm-hmm. that's my two cents, y'all. Um, that's all I have. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love she it. She has tons more, but we'll we'll let off the hook. Hey, listen, man. Look, you know we're gonna we're gonna have her back, and and it was uh, a, a blessing. Uh, Adelaide's correct. Uh, you know, Kayla. Kayla is is you know she she brings a lot to the table. I want to take the opportunity to you know not only tell you I love you, I appreciate you, um, and thank you for for taking the journey and just dealing with my craziness. Um, you <laughs> know, you. I love you too. because it's it's you know, not leadership, right? Like again, I want you guys to understand this. And um, um, but before I close, it, Alalai, anything you have um, add to to um, to everything we were talking? No, not really. I think Kayla said it all right which is just like be intentional take your time be thoughtful in the decisions that you are making as a leader and how you're building out your teams and um just know that it's it's worth it like taking your time is worth it because the the end result is better than rushing through the process yeah yeah so listen man we we love you we appreciate you guys uh you know again you know one of the things that kayla mentioned to me i don't know if it was today or yesterday but she was like timing Timing is everything and God, and she reminded me that God will take you from the back of the line and bring you up to the front of the line. And so even though you think you're running out of time, even though you think you don't, you, you, you ran out of time or you don't have what it takes to get to that point in life, um, just slow down enough to lead with character, slow down enough to lead with that heart posture that always, Kayla always reminds me uh, to have when you're dealing with people and better yet, just the characteristics of God, right? And so when you have that, you're not going to lose. And so, again, man, we appreciate you. We love you. For those that have been subscribing and continue to subscribe and put other people on into the podcast, I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart for rocking with the kid and rocking with the team. Uh, we're going to continue to thrive. We're going to continue to, you know, bring it, bring information to the table and share it as we enter these new rooms, right? And so, again, don't ever, you know, don't forget what I always say that, number one, I love you. Continue to walk forward. But most importantly, God loves you. And so I want you to remember that life is what you make it. And as long as you have that in mind and always have with, with the intentions to leave right, God is going to handle what you can take care of. So I love y'all. I'll see you next week. And you know we're going to continue to rock out. Peace. Bye, guys.